I'm the only one on the trail. It's just me. It's dead quiet. You don't hear anything. As soon as I got to the trail where it turned into the wooden bridge to cross the creek, I heard this very low guttural grunt. When I got to it, it stood up and it turned around and it looked at me. This is the Cryptic Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Todd. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Brian. How's it going with you, man? Oh, man, it's great. It's great. Great. Hey, if listen. If it stops raining, it'll be even great. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> or getting hot as hell as well. Yeah. So, um, tonight's episode is very interesting to me. It kind of hits home a little bit because uh, the encounter happened in Mayaka River State Park. That's right, down in old Florida, IA. Down in Florida. And my wife and I were just there in January of 2021. That's right. And uh, and went to that park? Went to that park. And we were in the very close area. When he talks about the, the towers that he was talking about, we are in that very close area. So I'm pumped, and I want to hear the story. Mm-hmm. And I know, uh, I am too. I'm excited to hear this one. So I don't want to waste any more time. But again, as always, mm-hmm. listeners, guys, thank you so much for support and um keep yeah, listening can't. we wouldn't be here without you guys and we appreciate it right. so much this is what it's about and this is why we're here so that's right thanks again that's right all right let's bring dustin on you ready yeah let's do it all right here we go dustin welcome to the show thanks for coming on and talking to us man thank you so much for having me on yeah nice of you to come in and uh take the time yeah you're absolutely welcome man we're excited about talking to you about your uh, encounter tonight yeah I'm excited about this one. So, Dustin, this happened in uh, Florida. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Sure did. It happened in Florida. I was uh, about 16 years old when this happened. Um, oh. I was camping at uh, Mayaka River State Park. I've been to Mayaka River State Park. Yeah, actually, uh, say, Todd, you've been there. January of this year, me and my wife went there hiking around mm-hmm. because I had heard of encounters around that area. And um, we, we, got actually. To, we got to talking about... Uh, encounters on facebook and you had um replied to a comment or something like that and we started talking i found out that's where you had your encounter so i was excited to to get you on here and get us let's talk to you on the show so thanks again for coming on absolutely you said you were 16 when this happened are you from florida originally yep born and raised in florida uh, i'm from punta gorda it's a little town just south of that all right i like punta gorda is it is it punta gorda is that how you pronounce it that's how I say it. So I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. I pronounce it Punta Gorda. My mother-in-law pronounces it Punta Gorda. I'm not sure what the right is, but we like that place. You ever been there, Brian? Yeah. Down there? Nope. Never been there. No. It's a cool little area, and um, there's a lot of uh, people don't realize how much wilderness and um, thick area there are down there in Florida. When we went to the park, it was phenomenal is you know i'm i'm walking around you know i'm there for one reason one reason only is to uh do some squatching but um my wife was kind of catch a whiff of a skunk ape something like that but anyway (laughs) so you said you were 16 when this happened 
you guys yes, were camp- you guys were camping. Um, before this ever happened, did you ever hear of Bigfoot or what they call down there the skunk ape? I never really heard of the term skunk ape. Like I like I kind of always knew what Bigfoot was. Like I, my dad used to tell me stories all the time when I was just a kid, and uh, he he said a long time ago that he had an encounter with one when he was in Illinois. And but he still wasn't 100 percent sure either because it was way too dark and he was he was terrified and all that stuff of what happened and he was only 12 years old when this happened so okay. uh, so he had no idea what was going on but I he always told me the stories of what he had seen okay. so kind of knew about it well maybe you can uh, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about that after you talk about your encounter hopefully in this episode sure cool. Sure. So what was going on that day that you that you uh, had the encounter? You said you were camping. You guys were at Mayaka River uh, State Park. How many days had Mm -hmm. you been there? Did you just get there? Had you been there a couple of days? What was going on? Um, We were there. We were scheduled. Our camping schedule was for three days, if I remember right. It might have been two, but I'm pretty sure it was three. Um, We went there. It was during the fall. So it was... uh, Sorry, my thing keeps going off here. Uh, so we were there, and it was – I'm pretty sure it was like a maybe like a holiday weekend or something like that. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but it was during the fall, and my parents and I, we all decided we wanted to go camping over here because I went there uh, before they even knew about it on a middle school field trip. Mm-hmm. and i went there checked it out i fell in love with it. a lot of history there and stuff like that i think like pioneers settled there or something like that um so i introduced it to my family and i said hey check this out and figure you guys might like this because we had we had a bunch of dachshunds with us so they like to take them on walks and stuff like that and uh so and they just they fell in love with it. They go there almost every single weekend now. And uh knowing them they probably went today. Uh <laughs> it's been nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh so we were over there camping and at the time I was doing homeschool and one of my curriculum one part of my curriculum was I had a photography class. And it was really, it was really cool. The basically the course was, hey, go take a picture of this, bring it in. You know, it's like if you're good at editing or something like that, go ahead and do it. You know, and I, I wasn't really good at the whole editing part, so mine was always kind of like raw photos or whatever. I just always made sure I had good lighting. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I wanted to do some nature photography, and growing growing up, my dad was a bit was a hunter when he was growing up where but he was in illinois when he did all that where in florida not really too much to hunt other than hog and small deer and stuff like that and gator but taking a chance with that uh but he taught me a little bit on how to hunt and how to get close to nature and how to well how to get close to wildlife and stuff like that and where you can get a good photo and I was using some of the techniques they, they told me. And one morning I got up, it was probably about mm, 6.30, 6.30, maybe 7 o'clock in the morning. And it was 
the second day we were there, if I remember right. We, I went over to the canopy trail that they had there. And on that trail, there it splits off into two sections. Um, you got, if you go right, it turns into this big tower that you can go up. It's about 70 feet up. And it, uh, you can literally look around. It's 360 view of the whole entire canopy of the forest. And, but if you go left, like I did, mm-hmm. it, uh, verbs, it veers off into this other trail where as soon as you get, as soon as you get to this one point, there's a small wooden bridge that you can go, um, over this Creek bed. And, uh, I wanted to go on that trail because I knew about the Creek bed. So I knew animals were going to be over there getting water first thing in the morning and stuff like that. And I, I, I had gotten pictures of hogs that day and I think I even got, I think I even got a deer at one point, but I was looking for maybe anything else like bear or anything like anything I could find mm-hmm. panther if I was lucky. But, uh, so I went down there and I'm the only one on the trail. It's just me. It's dead quiet. You don't hear anything. And I was told a long time ago, whenever that happens, that usually means there's a predator nearby. It's usually super quiet and everything's staying silent. It's, mm-hmm. You can hear like a pin drop. It's, how, it's that quiet. Right. As soon as I got to the trail where it turned into the wooden bridge to cross the creek, I heard this very low guttural grunt off to my right-hand side. And... At first, I thought it was a really big hog because this is what it sounded like. It was like a like that, but I couldn't see anything because the palmettos were so grown over, you couldn't see anything. Mm-hmm. So I went to the bridge and I walked on the bridge a little bit and I looked over to where I could see. And at first, I thought I saw a black bear kind of knelt down by the creek maybe getting some water or something like that. It looked like a black bear at first. And so I was like, Oh, awesome. Black bear. I was like, I haven't got a black bear on picture yet. I was like, so I went a little bit closer. I didn't want to go too close though. Cause it's a bear. You don't approach a bear. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. So I got maybe within, I'm guessing maybe a hundred feet of it. So not, not too close, but also not too far away. So I could see, see exactly what I was looking at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but when I, when I got to it, it stood up and it turned around and it looked at me. And when I did that. At what time of day did you say this was? About six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. So, um, so it was bright. It was, the sun was up. The sun, the sun was starting to come up. It was starting to come up over the yeah. canopy a little bit. So it was still the woods were still kind of dark a little bit, but it was it was a really cool, really cool air day. So, mm-hmm. and there was a lot there was a lot of humidity because Florida is notorious for that. 
Uh, Dustin, how so, close were you, were you to this thing when it stood up and, and turned around and looked at you? Maybe 100 feet. Wow. Maybe, wow. maybe that maybe, might have even been shorter. What is that like? I don't know. 30 yards, uh -huh. basically? Maybe 30 yards? Something like, that, something like that. But all I know is when it stood up and it looked at me, I saw clearly that it was not a bear. What? And, um, okay. Go go ahead and explain what you saw then. Tell us tell us what exactly you saw in detail. I didn't I didn't see any snout. I didn't see any ears or anything like that, anything that would indicate a bear at all. I saw this flat looking type of face, this nose that was kind of pointed upwards a little bit like a gorilla, and these really big black eyes. Mm -hmm. When I saw that thing, my world pretty much crashed down right at my feet. Uh, yeah. I was, Oh my God, that's not a bear. I was like, I, I had no idea what was going on. My heart was racing out of my chest and I was in full adrenaline fight or flight mode. Oh, yeah, and, but the thing was, I was so scared. I could not move. I was, I was terrified. How tall you and think He had to be about six, five, six, seven, not very tall. Yeah. Tall, but not very tall. Right. Did you know what well, you were looking yeah, that's at? That's about right for down there. That's what we heard down there. Yeah, that's right. They are short. At the time, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. What's that? Did you know what you were looking at? Where, I mean, when you finally looked at it and made, realized it wasn't a bear, did you realize it was a skunk ape, Bigfoot, whatever, what have you? Or did you not? I had no idea what I was looking at. All I, I, I thought it was a person originally. I thought it was somebody really co covered in a lot of hair. I thought it was like a feral person, honestly, at first. Mm -hmm. But then later that night, that's when it kind of dawned on me. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure I just saw a Bigfoot. Could you tell skin color? The skin color all? was a dark grayish color. It was a dark grayish color. Um, it was very, very muscular. All I know is this thing could have easily got to me and it could have tore me apart. This mm -hmm. thing was very very strong i could tell by looking at it this thing had a lot of muscle on it and i couldn't see too much waist down because the grass was growing up so high but torso up he had very strong broad shoulders and very very muscular arms on him like definitely a very strong creature hmm. and but the thing, the thing that really got me and what really freaked me out was as soon as I like came to my realizations, like, hey, I got my camera right here around my neck, ready to go. All I got to do is click, uh, pick up, click. That's all I got to do. As soon as I went to pick my camera up and take a picture, it booked. And when it booked, it was gone maybe three steps maybe three maybe four steps he mm -hmm. was gone and he was fast and the part wow. that the part that really got to me though was after that happened this overwhelming sense of fear kind of hit me like what's what's happening here it's like is he is he going to come back around is he going to try to flank me or something like that is he going to get his buddies what's going on I have no clue. So I'm going to fix the camera here. There we go. Right. Um, so 
as soon as it as soon as it kind of dawned on me, and after I got out of the whole panic mode, the first thought that came to my head was, "You need to leave. You need to go. Mm-hmm. This is not good. You're you're in a very dangerous area here. You need to go." And so I didn't even think twice. I started running and running and running. And by the time, by the time I got to where my family was, I was covered in sweat. I was drenched head to toe, and, but I was cold. I was absolutely bone chilling cold. And my mom, she looked at me. She's like, you look like you're dead. He's like, you look like you just seen a ghost. (laughs) Wasn't a ghost. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) If it it was a ghost, I probably would have been less freaked out. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I told my dad what happened, my dad, since we kind of, since we all kind of always played jokes on each other and stuff like that once in a while, that's just how my family was. But since I, when I told my dad that I don't think he believed me at first, he's just like, uh, okay, whatever. And I was like, dad, I'm serious. I saw this. And it was like, I have no idea what it is, but it was like, I, I want to leave. I told, I told him, I was like, I don't want to stay here another night. I want to go home. I was freaked out. Absolutely freaked out. But my parents was like, no, we're not leaving. It was like we it was like we paid for this and it was like we're not we're not going anywhere. <laughs> so what did so, you do then? I was like Stay Oh, I stayed. I, I mean, stayed. did you hide in the camper or the, the tent or were you in a tent? Oh, I didn't come out very often, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, no. I, I gotta ask a question here. How far away sure. from the for people who haven't been to Mayaka River State Park, it's a really an awesome park to go to if you're in Florida. Uh, mm-hmm. it's it's just down there in the uh, Venice area. Right, just east of Venice. Um, my in-laws. I want to say by actually right by Sarasota. Sarasota. Okay, uh, my in-laws go down there and stay down there in the wintertime. But um, that's why we went up down there and went trekking through there. But um, they have these this cool uh, wooden towers, and they're mm-hmm. connected with the tower walk about a hundred feet in the air. Um, so if you're scared of heights, it's not too bad. But like I said, the second tower is a little bit taller. And that day that I was there, uh, there was way too many people and it was way too windy. But you said no, I, you said you had walked to the towers and instead of going right toward the taller tower, you went left away from the smaller tower more into the... No, I, didn't, I didn't go to the towers at all. You didn't go to the towers at all. Okay. How far no, away from the no. towers was this, was this siding? Would you say? Not quite sure. A um, hundred yards, two hundred yards, more than that. No, a little, a little bit more than that. I'd say maybe less than a quarter of a mile. Okay, so far enough say, where uh, no yeah. one's, you know, traffic's not going to run into this kind of incident unless they get a little off track. But a quarter mile's not as far as people think it is. Honestly, yeah, as yeah, it's not know, that far. As far as we know, that thing could be coming up closer and looking, watching people on that. Thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I've heard I've heard deer get killed on top when I was on top of that tower one time, so I know I knew there was predators around there and stuff like that. I'm not sure if this thing was going after deer or not, or if it might have been something else. But I've heard a deer get killed there when I was on that tower. You heard once. a deer screaming or yeah. doing its okay. Yep, during doing its screaming. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, been out in, been out in the woods enough times to know what that sound sounds like. Have you been in that park several times or before that? Have you been back since the oh, since? 
hundreds of times, yeah. hundreds of times. I, I love it. I love it over there. It's such a peaceful place to go. It is really and, cool. And uh, yeah. And I, I enjoy going out in the woods anyway, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to let something like this deter me from going out in the woods. Okay. I'm actually, I actually, after it happened, I got really curious and I wanted to know more. And so it just kind of, I guess you could say it became a bit of an obsession. I started listening to other in- encounters and started uh, watching YouTube more mm-hmm. and uh, started going on the uh, BFRO website and looking at the recent encounters and stuff. And uh, even did a couple of uh, little independent investigations on my own, mm-hmm. but right. nothing, nothing big, nothing major. Right. right. Yeah. Would you say yeah. this thing, when you saw this thing, would you say it, looked more human-like or maybe more ape-like or or what, what do you think honestly it looked like a mix between i want to say it looked like a mix between a gorilla and maybe a billy ape if you guys know what that is mm-hmm. um it looked it looked like a mix between a gorilla and a billy ape so definitely more more ape-like not human-like in the face yeah. it looked more it looked way more ape mm-hmm. and you said it was it had black fur is that what you said? Oh, you thought it was yeah. a black bear? Yeah, black fur was very matted. Uh, was definitely not anybody in a costume. Because first off, there ain't nobody standing in those gator-infested waters and then running off that fast in a, right. in a gorilla right. costume. Sorry, no what. And do you think this was a... Did you say it was a male? Or could you tell it was a male or a female or anything? Or did uh, you? I, I'm, I'm going to assume it was a male because I didn't really pay too much attention to that stuff yeah i was just more, i was just more petrified more than anything because the, th- the thing that got the thing that kind of made me curious though is when it looked at me it looked it looked just as much surprised as i was yeah oh i'm sure and, huh. yeah so yeah. it was kind of gave me this look mm-hmm. like what are you doing here who are you mm-hmm. it was just it was weird it was a very very weird encounter you caught it off guard just like it caught you off guard yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you notice so, just, any kind of smell, any odor? I did not smell a single thing. Hmm. I didn't. The air was so heavy that morning, and the dew, the dew was just so heavy. I, and that, with it being October, it was a little bit cooler outside, and so with the cool air and the dew and stuff like that, I couldn't smell much. Yeah. Plus, I have horrible sinuses anyway, so well, never good. <laughs> No, I, well, anyway, I think when people have those encounters where they smell them, they're that's you know that's on purpose. That's a, yeah, I think they that's can a warning. control that. Yeah, the, like a skunk can. So that's what you yeah. caught off guard. He probably didn't have time to. Yeah, he's probably know, like, oh shit, it. what the hell? Uh, How long do you think the encounter lasted? Total seconds, minute from not how it day? felt. How it <laughs> maybe a minute. Oh, it felt it felt forever. But yeah. honestly, it, it probably a minute. It, wow. Yeah, maybe a minute, maybe maybe shorter. I don't not want to just share on time there. All I know is it felt like it felt like I was saying that damn thing for like an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, do your parents um, believe in in Bigfoot? After you told them that story, they just thought you were. I mean, they, do, the, they do now. They do now. They do now uh, because they've been back. They've been back there numerous times and. 
So, and a couple of times that they've gone back there, my dad swears up and down that he saw something out of the cor- corner of his eye. He's not 100% sure what it was, but he says it was tall and it was black and it was upright. And then I went back in 2019. It was April 2019. I had heard of a encounter that happened on the uh, left side of the road where there's no trails at. I actually went out there with my father to do a follow-up to do a follow-up investigation after this encounter because my dad he seen something kind of out in the field there but he couldn't see it exactly how that well because it was way off but there was people right behind them who had the telescopic le- or telescopic lens they were looking at it and they were freaking out okay so oh, wow. we went we went right to where that spot was and we actually found footprints. Did you guys do any castings or anything like that? Or did not, did not have any casting pictures with or me. anything with your phone or I got, I got pictures. Okay. I sure did. I got pictures. If you can post them on our group page. If you're on our Facebook page or join our group page and post those on there or give a send it to us and we can post them. That'd be awesome, actually, man. If you, I actually did post them on Facebook for um, when I first joined the whole Sasquatch Believers Only page. Yep. Yeah, I, I did. I did post them on there. Okay. And but you guys got a you guys got a Facebook page as well. Yeah, we do. Yeah, We're a page okay. and a group. Yep. Just look for cryptid, right. look up cryptid creatures, and then uh, you'll see us on Facebook and be our friend, and then join our group or whatever, and uh, feel free to post okay. them on there. I'd like to see them for sure. And sure so thing. would our, so and would our it, audience, I'm sure. So, yeah. And uh, when the, the the thing that's really cool about the pictures that I found, or the uh, footprints that I found, not only did I find a set of adults, but I actually found juvenile. Oh, right. Next nice. So and, yeah, like yeah. little teeny baby prints, maybe yay long. So okay. Wow. All right. Yeah, I can't wait to see those. That's awesome. So after those, at the days after this happened, how were you feeling? What, what were you kind of going through? Were you, were you dealing with it okay? Were you scared to be outside at all? Uh, what were you doing? How'd you, how'd you cope with that? After it first happened, I did not want to go in the woods. I did not at all. I was absolutely terrified to go out in the woods. I didn't even want to go around the windows of my house at night because I was freaked out about that too. So it was... Wow. Yeah, like I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go outside my grandparents' house because they lived around woods and stuff like that. I no, I did not want to be outside at all at night. Mm -hmm. I was I freaked out for quite a long time, and um, it only took me. I don't know. I don't want to say recently, but to go back out there in the woods and uh, to do investigations on my own. And it took a lot, it took a lot of courage to kind of build that up and oh, yeah. do it myself. Yeah. And you're, you're yeah. going out hoping to see one again, obviously. Right. That's why, I do. That's why I you're going. Do you yeah, want to see, I want to see what again. are you, what are you hoping to get? Are you hoping to get a picture, a video, a close up? What, what are you looking for there? Some kind of proof honestly, to, to show someone? Honestly, even if I saw it again, even if I didn't get photos or, or a video or anything, if I just saw it again, I think it would be a form of closure for me. 
honestly to be like okay i know i wasn't going crazy that day i actually did see this mm-hmm. and it was like okay right but also personally i want to get involved in this field and get well get involved with it more is because i'm not sure exactly what's going on with this species per se like is it is it endangered i have no idea mm-hmm. i have no yeah, nobody so does. i guess I say, yeah <laughs> so i guess i want to maybe try to prevent any accidents from happening in the future or maybe even possibly preserve a species from going extinct right so yeah yeah, yeah, we're just, yeah. that's like, why most that's why most of us have have gotten into this yeah i mean we're trying yep. to help prove the existence um getting more people to believe either by hearing wit- eyewitness stories or you know yeah. seeing it for themselves um i have not had an encounter and brian has not either me either yet um i would something. like to but i don't want to also go through the experience that i hear a lot of where it messes with people you know but for you to be brave enough to go back out there and hunt for these things and, and want this closure is, is awesome. Yeah. yeah. But Good for you, but, cause we hear a lot that, no, I haven't gone back in the woods or yeah. no, I don't ever want to see one again or yeah. No, we hear uh, I've got, I've got friends that I've met in the past who have seen things like this and they, they won't go up. They won't go back in the woods. They said, no, <laughs> they'll never go back in the woods again. They said wow. they're, they're terrified. They don't want to see it again. And, um, and then I've met some, I've met some cr- crazy people like myself who want to who want to go out in the woods all the time. <laughs> yeah. Did this so, thing make any noise at you when you I was startled it? Or? Um, no, this thing this thing was super quiet when I saw it. Which uh, the only time it really made noise was when it ran off. And when it ran off, it it crashed through everything. It was crashing through trees. It was crashing through bushes. It was knocking things out of the way like they were nothing. Mm-hmm. Wow. But honestly, I did not hear it at all. Other than, the, or other than the grunt that I heard when I was first coming up there, that's all I heard. What do you think it was doing? I think, I think it was foraging for food. Because if you notice in the creeks there, the next time you go there, Look around every once in a while, you'll see these little teeny tiny clam shells. And uh, I know that they like to pick those up and break them open and eat them. Mm-hmm. I did see I've those seen there. those things. Yep. yep. Hmm. I've seen those things broken around trees there before. So, yeah. Interesting. How'd yeah. they get there? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll be far away from a creek. And I was like, how'd you get over here? Uh-huh. <laughs> the alligator just carried it in its mouth, sucked out the muscle, yeah. and spit the shell out, right? Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. Wow. Well, you said your dad had an encounter he told you about too. Where did this happen at? Yeah. This happened um up in Illinois. He said it was Illinois, around at yeah. Hillsboro, Illinois. Where's like, this at like again? Hill, say uh, again? Hillsboro, Illinois. Okay. Hillsboro. Right. Where is that in Illinois? Is that Southern Illinois? Um, I think so. I think so. Okay. So what what was going on there? 
he was out camping with a bunch of friends and he was 12 years old and they had this old pickup, this old pickup truck that was, I don't know exactly what kind of truck it was, but it had this long bed on, it had this long bed on it. And uh, what they would do is they would park it next to this Creek and they would throw a, like a canopy over the top of it. And they would all slide in the back of this pickup truck and they would sleep in the back of it. All right. Yeah. Just to get off the ground and whatever. And I guess security from animals or whatever. And, Mm -hmm. uh, this, yeah, this is the story that he told me. He said, um, when they were camping that night, they had the fire going and all of his friends that were sleeping around the fire, they were, they were all passed out. Everybody, everybody was asleep. They had all been swimming in the creeks and, you know, just doing what kids do. And, uh, Mm -hmm. he woke up. It was, he said, he said it was probably like around two o'clock in the morning. And, um, when he looked back, he had this strange feeling like he was being watched when he looked back, he swears up and down to this day that he saw a long, well, a, a tall silhouette of a creature standing on the other side of the fire, just looking at the fire and just looking around at everybody else. All right. It wasn't, it wasn't doing anything. It wasn't making any noise. It was just looking at everything. And he said it scared him to death. He said he was terrified, but he said he knew something was there because you don't just see a random silhouette like that, you know, being illuminated by the fire pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said all he did was he just tucked his head back into a sleeping bag and he just, he went to sleep. Hmm. Was like, and, well, I wouldn't have been able to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I guess at that age, you put the cover over your head. I guess no, you feel safe. Sure, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But Can't he said the me. next day. Yeah. He said the next day when he got up, he looked around the camp and he saw footprints all around the camp. Interesting. Pretty decent sized footprints. Wow. Bare footprints, so. obviously. Yep. Who walks around yep. barefoot in the woods? Yeah. Yeah. At night. And who where you can't around? see anything. And even kids, yeah. right? Little little kids, right? So, yep. so Dustin, you, you still go out on these adventures, you said, to this day, right? Yep. Are, is that where yep, you is that where you're living at now, not in Florida anymore or no, I'm in North Idaho right now. North Idaho. Okay. Actually, that's uh, pretty squatchy up there, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's mm-hmm. some squatch stuff all they over. Grow, up. They grow them bigger <laughs> up there. What what, yeah. what took you out there? Did you go out there to, to, to do some squatching or just a job or uh, a bit of both? Being born and raised in Florida, been in Florida for 29 years, I was kind of ready for something new. Me and my wife, we, uh, we decided we didn't necessarily want to be in Florida anymore. So we decided, eh, Hey, you want to come out here to the Pacific Northwest? Good for you. And I was like, sure. I was like, sure. It's beautiful out here. It my is. wife, she's originally from Olympia. Oh, okay. uh, nice. So, really? Nice. Yeah. Has so, she ever had any kind I, of encounters or anything up there? I mean, she's, that's yeah. prime country. <laughs> no, think- she's, she's She's staring at me right now. She, <laughs> don't, she actually don't tell them she, anything. 
She's actually, she's a skeptic. She doesn't believe, huh? So have you gone, yeah. you're out there in Idaho, have you gone over to the Olympic Peninsula? There's a, uh, supposed to be well, a hot spot over there. <laughs> Don't you visit your well, in-laws, her... Dustin? Um, yeah, we visit, visit the in-laws. We're actually going to be going over here. Um, we're going to be heading over on the 30th of this month. Uh, we got a wedding we got to go to over in Olympia, Washington. And uh, so we're going to go attend a wedding over there and then uh, spend a few days over there with family. Well, you let your wife know. We think you should. she should give you a couple hours to... Do some hiking while you're there. Go go take a walk. Yeah. It's exercise. <laughs> she just looked at me. She's like, you do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell her thank you for us. That that means no. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. A, that's I've, awesome. So, so you, yeah, you are in some, some good territory up there in that area. I got to oh, yeah. check oh, yeah. a map again. For but, sure. Um, yeah. So how mm-hmm. close are you to uh, Oregon and Washington? Not far. I'm actually, I live in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, Coeur and we're right next to, yeah, we're right next to Spokane, uh, Spokane, oh, Washington. Wow. So I'm way north. Uh, but Oregon, Oregon's a pretty good drive. Um, yeah, that would well, be a, Washington's four hours south. Washington's yeah. prime spot for sure. Especially around Spokane. Yeah. yeah. I had no yeah. clue. I had no clue. And, and you saw this in, Florida of all places, and you're in, in the prime yeah. territory. Yep, that's pretty cool. So doing yep. all doing all your studying and, and everything. I mean, and, and having your encounter and, and hearing your dad's encounter. I mean, what do you think about Bigfoot and Sasquatch? What's your theory on this thing? My theory, I honestly believe it is a descendant of Gigantopithecus. That is uh, like I we've got the fossil records of it and stuff like that, and I just I believe one hundred percent that's just what it is. I I don't think there's ev- any form of evolution or anything like that. I think that's just a theory, whatever, you know. But um, hmm. honestly, I think it's just a great ape. Mm-hmm. I, right. I think it's just a great ape that lives in North America and and all around the world. Yeah, I have I have that. Um same philosophy too i think that uh it's definitely a descendant of, of of a different species and the thing that gets me with this whole thing dustin is people will agree or believe that because science says gigantopithecus lived off of a jungle mm-hmm. and they found in a cave mm-hmm. people the peace right people will read that and science says it's real they'll 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 if they read that that book that talks about Gigantopithecus, they'll pretty much believe it, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not here anymore, and they don't see it anymore, so to speak. Right. But you have all these thousands of witnesses and thousands of foot castings and all this hair samples and whatnot and proof, and people just deny, deny, deny that there's a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch mm-hmm. running around North America. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. But the same yeah. people will believe that Gigantopithecus was real because science said it was based off... A part of a jawbone so that that i love the i love the the concept because i believe it but the theory cracks me up because people are so hypocritical hmm. when it comes to to that 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 process of that gigantopithecus yeah. but yeah I, I i feel the same way um do you think they're do you think they're at all 
uh, dimensional, interdimensional, spiritual. You know, people talk about that, like the cloaking and and and, and the footprints were gone. What do you think about that whole thing? Is that BS? Nah, I think it's just a flesh and blood animal. Yeah. Honestly, myself, I I I'm not. I have no idea about that whole interdimensional thing. I I I have no disrespect to anyone who thinks that way. And it's like, look, that's that's the way you think. That's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, I. I believe it is flesh and blood creature. Yeah. When you saw this thing before it saw you, or when you saw it at the same time, did you get, Mm -hmm. did you have a feeling that you were being watched at all? Probably not because it didn't see you. Maybe. Uh, No, I, I was more excited more than anything at first. Um, Cause when I, when I came up on it, like I said, I thought it was a black bear cause it was, it was hunched down and I'm, I'm pretty sure if it wasn't foraging for food, it was probably drinking water or something like that, because uh, it was hunched down pretty good. But when it stood up, it was, it was like, oh my god, that is, yeah, you are not a black bear. Yeah. So, um, did you get did so, it open its mouth? Did you see its teeth at all? No, it did not open its mouth. Okay, did not open its mouth. I did not see any teeth. Gotcha. Hmm. Well, no. man. Um, that's an awesome story, and uh, it's Heck cool yeah, because, man. like that's I said, awesome. I've been close to that area before, so it makes me feel kind of cool, and I want to go back there and uh, kind of check that out again sometime. Um, you ever get back to Florida anymore? I'm going to be going back this December to visit uh, family for Christmas. Mm-hmm. You going to check well, out the park again, you think, or what? Oh, always. That's my home. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Make sure yeah. to take your wife with you so she can enjoy it, too. Oh, I will. Maybe, she lo- maybe she loves get a look at one. Yeah, we actually had one of our first dates there. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife is a not a believer either, but I did take her to the park and make her walk down some pretty, uh, pretty crazy dense <laughs> trails. She's like, "What are we doing back here? You know, <laughs> get me right. out of here." She's worried about snakes. Oh things, yeah, so. yeah, the snakes and stuff like We're that don't about bother. Snakes and alligators. <laughs> Yeah, we did see some alligators. We took a picture. But. Well, Dustin, man, we appreciate you coming on the show once again and sharing your story. Yeah, that uh, was a great, great story. That was a great story. Thank we, you. Yeah, we, we, we do. And if you are down there or anywhere else in Idaho and run into anything else that's interesting or want to let us know or and make sure you share those pictures. Or... Yeah, share those pictures of the of the castings or the prints on our Facebook. I will. I will tell you one thing that happened not too long ago. Okay. I was over at a, uh, I was over at a park not too far and it's in, uh, it's in Hayden, Idaho, which is a town North of me. Um, there is a state park over there. It's called Farragut state park. And it's, it's a pretty popular, uh, tourist attraction. You got a lot of campers over there right now. I went over there not too long ago. Uh, when my, when my wife was out of town visiting her sister, Mm-hmm. And I was, I was bored. I didn't. I didn't want to sit at home. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I'm not not one of those people that sit at home all the time. I like going outside. Yeah. But okay. uh, if you got squatching so, time, you better take advantage of squatching time. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I went over there, and I had my uh, portable speaker with me. I had um, a long. I had a long piece of wood that I had saved. And I was doing some uh, tree knocks and some call blasting just on 
whatever I can find on YouTube, you know, basic whoops and stuff like that. And um, I didn't get any whoops back, but I'm pretty sure I got a tree knock back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So the other than that, other than that, nothing new recently. Right on. Cool. You know, the chances of seeing one, it's like hitting the lottery, you know, mm-hmm. basically. Maybe maybe not as not as good. I don't know. But, <laughs> but I also heard that uh, sometimes... You probably when, have a better chance of winning the lottery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've also heard that sometimes people who have seen one always have, you know, sometimes they have second encounters or something like that. So I don't know. So hopefully you'll, yep. you'll, you'll get lucky. We'll see. Maybe. Anyway, man, thanks again for coming on. Cool. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. We appreciate yeah, it so anytime. much. Yeah. All right. You take care. We'll talk soon. All right. Talk to you guys later. All right. See ya. All right, man. What do you think about wow. that? Wow. That was crazy. You know, he was awfully close. He was very close. Uh, like I said, I think my wife and I were in that vicinity. We, we, we climbed that tower. And then had I known, you know, you know, it was within, you know, maybe a um, quarter mile, whatever he said it was. But um, right. I've heard a lot of stories about um, those guys, you know, seeing things out there, people seeing things out there in that park. And there's actually a documentary called um, The Skunk Ape Lives, yeah. done by Stacy Brown, right? who we'd love to get on the show one day. And yeah, um, watched it. it's a great documentary, and it talks about... It is, really the Mayaka River State Park and that's why my wife and I yes. went there so yeah if anybody hasn't seen it uh, watch it it's really good definitely definitely but again thanks to the listeners if you guys had an encounter you want to come on the show and talk to us and, and talk about your encounter and have a safe place to do it without ridicule right. and yeah, judgment that's what we're here for uh, yeah. email us at info at cryptidcreatures.co or get a hold of us on Facebook or Instagram at cryptidcreatures or Twitter or Every now and then, TikTok. TikTok, YouTube. We're on YouTube, too. So Yeah, uh, YouTube. we got a YouTube channel. Reach out to us, guys. Let us know, and uh, we'd love to hear your stories. So Yes, we would. We appreciate the listens once again. Brian, Always. thanks for hanging out, man. Again, man, always fun. All right. Until next episode, I'll see you. Yep. Bye. See you. <laughs>